Hello and welcome to another episode of Last Week in Quantum. I'm your host, Bill Roth, self-proclaimed Silicon Valley marketing genius. This is the show where we review this week's news in the world of quantum computing, its impacts on the worlds of cybersecurity, AI, and more. And with us this week to discuss a range of topics is Brandon Dennis, Director of Operations, and Rebecca Crothammer, Co-Founder and Chief Product Officer. Welcome to you both. Let's do it, guys. All right, off we go. This week, we have breaking news. Uh, we first have the possible death of regular old encryption, 2048-bit encryption, uh, via ASICs. A warning from the Five Eyes intelligence community about technology. And to kick us off, a record-breaking quantum computer that has more than 1,000 qubits. Let's get started by talking to our experts. So first off, it seems like every week, Brandon, we end up talking about some new record, and this seems to be a big leap. A uh, record-breaking quantum computer that has more than 1,000 qubits. Tell us about it. Yeah, out of headtopics.com, Atom Computing has created the first quantum computer to surpass 1,000 qubits and could improve the accuracy of the machines. Big news, Becca. Cool, another record. Uh, two cool things about this story. Um, one, uh, there are many ways to build a quantum computer and we haven't standardized on one yet. So the last record we, we were probably talking about was 430-ish qubits coming out of IBM. That is a whole different architecture. That's the chandelier that you, you see and associate with quantum computing. This atom, this, this is neutral atom computing, is a whole other architecture. We actually got to go tour atom computing back like four years ago. Um, and it's, it's a, it's a very cool thing. looks completely different, a bunch of mirrors and cameras and cool stuff. Um, the net net is there are many ways to build a quantum computer. This is a really good one and it's known for being very scalable. And it's also known for, uh, the coherence times being longer than other architectures. So that is coherence time, one component of a usable qubit, right? Um, so very exciting. First time we've seen a thousand qubits. Uh, we will we will be seeing a lot of really exciting announcements in the world of qubit count. Again, keep in mind it's not just about how many, but it's how you can use them. Uh, so coherence times being one part of that. Uh, there's a whole another architecture a company called PsiQuantum is doing a, another thing. There's a, a rumor going around the, the quantum rumor mill that uh, they'll have a big announcement at the end of this year. Now that's notable because. Uh, PsyQuantum is the company known for saying, we're not going to make any announcements until we hit a million qubits. Um, their thing is we're going to make the first usable quantum computer. So stay tuned. Really excited for Ben Bloom and Atom Computing. Huge breakthrough and more to come. Awesome. The quantum rumor mill sounds like a title for another podcast. <laughs> so, hey, folks, before we, hit, before we continue, fun fact, did you know that bad actors in nation states are collecting your encrypted data today so they can decrypt it when a large enough quantum computer comes around? QSecure can help with that. Subscribe to our channel and stay up to date with all things quantum. So our second article has to do with a really interesting article that um, there's potentially some ASICs out there, specific semiconductors that could shatter 2048-bit RSA encryption. Brandon, tell us about it. 
And I'm very excited that Rebecca's on the call for this one. Uh, work for a virtual company, but this is the word around the virtual water cooler currently. Um, and it was an article that came out of Security Week uh, talking about MIM computing ASICs could shatter 2048-bit RSA encryption. Uh, the caption from this one, San Diego-based MIM computing is researching the use of in-memory process processing application-specific integrated circuits to potentially crack 2048-bit RSA in real time. Uh, Becca, can you break that down for us, please? Yes, sir. Um, why are we talking about this when we're on a quantum podcast? Well, if you are watching this, you are a fellow quantum nerd and you know by now that quantum computers at a certain scale break things like RSA 2048, uh, the encryption that we rely on to keep our data safe. Now, um, what's happening here is this is an announcement uh, about uh, how a, a company, this company, Men Computing, can use an ASIC. And what an ASIC is, is a specially designed chip for a special purpose to uh, solve the same problem and essentially break our cryptography. Uh, the, this is something that we talk about, right? Breaking encryption is something that we talk about as being an intractable problem, one that is not necessarily impossible, but not feasible, not realistic for a classical computer to solve. Now, the job of computer scientists is to break through those barriers constantly and, and continuously expand the world of, of solvability, right? Um, and so what this, what this points to is that uh, we can, in theory, use classical computers and, and not that far out, right, uh, to break today's encryption. Now, this is, I think the most notable thing about this story is that if you work in kind of, um, you know, cybersecurity and highly regulated industries, it's kind of known that we don't have to wait for a quantum computer to, to see our encryption broken. Uh, the, you know, it's, it's whispered about. Uh, but there are there are classical ways to kind of push the envelope here, and this is this is just kind of further public-facing evidence that that is true. So bringing it back around to quantum, uh, it is just it's it's another reason why we need to take the threat to encryption very seriously and migrate to these quantum resilient and not just quantum resilient, but uh, crypto agile methods or ways to manage your encryption that uh, that address current threats to today's encryption. Excellent. The next article that comes up is actually about nation states stealing technology secrets. Uh, I think there was a warning that came out from the Five Eyes intelligence community. For those of you not familiar, the there is an intelligence sharing agreement that's been around since 1941 between the US, UK, Canada, Australia, uh, and New Zealand. Got some television play, didn't it, Brandon? Yeah, 60 Minutes. Uh, I caught the commercial just about to turn on Sunday Night Football this past weekend, and uh, this one really caught my attention. So uh, the summary of the segment on 60 Minutes, the FBI Bureau Director Christopher Wray told 60 Minutes his main concern is not an organized attack, but lone actors. CBS met with Wray for an unprecedented interview that included him and the intelligence directors of our allies known as the Five Eyes. They're doing it now because they're alarmed by the greatest, greatest espionage threat democracy has ever faced. Uh, certainly some great exposure for cybersecurity there, Becca, on 60 Minutes. Absolutely. I think the, the, the key takeaway is that this is um, 
this is something that, that people are really, really talking about and, and want the public to know about. Uh, again, why are we talking about this when it comes to quantum? Well, I think, I think the net net really is that uh, data theft happens all the time, right? Um, it happens on a large scale. It happens on an individual actor scale. We rely on encryption to make sure that that data that is stolen uh, remains remains encrypted and remains secret, even if it is stolen. Now, again, bringing it back to we're talking a lot about the cybersecurity side of quantum today, but um, that encryption again breakable, perhaps by classical, definitely by quantum at a certain scale. And data that is harvested today, they call it that harvest now, decrypt later, or store now, decrypt later threat. Um, as it is harvested by either organized or otherwise actors, and it very clearly is, uh, that data needs to be properly protected from uh, from decryption attacks. So again, talking about the, the quantum threat to encryption, as well as the classical threat to encryption, uh, it's, it's just further push for companies, organizations, governments to ensure that their data, especially sensitive data, properly encrypted. Could not end on a better note, folks. Make sure you stay safe out there. Uh, you can find all the links to all of these stories in our show notes on whatever platform you got this on. And if you want to join our mailing list for our weekly news summary, please go to our uh the LinkedIn page to join our newsletter mailing list. That's all for today's show. I'm Bill Roth, your humble self-proclaimed Silicon Valley marketing genius. And this week we have had, as always, Brandon Dennis, director of operations, and Rebecca Crothammer, co-founder and chief product officer of QSecure. Welcome to you both. Thanks for coming. Thanks, guys. Great episode. Thanks, everyone. And we'll see you next week on Last Week in Quantum.